if you're, if you're doing good legal SEO, you're going way beyond trying to rank your clients for like XYZ lawyer in ABC town. What's up, you awesome listeners. In this episode, I'm interviewing Frank Olivo. Frank is the founder of Saga Pixel, a marketing agency that focuses specifically on helping subject matter experts gain traction through marketing. In this episode, you're going to learn three things. How to scale your company and team without compromising quality. Why outbound sales could be detrimental as you grow. And what all of Google's algorithm changes since 2018 have in common. There's a bunch more nuggets of wisdom on the way, so dive in and enjoy. Uh, Welcome to the show, Frank. Hi, thanks for having me. It's an honor to be here. Awesome. Um, so, uh, how did you, I'll just jump right in. How did you get, uh, into the marketing industry? So my freshman year of college, this was 1997, my, um, my roommate's brother had started a new business in Manhattan. I was at Rutgers in New Brunswick and he wanted to know if they were looking to hire people. Uh, I remember it was $8 an hour that they were paying. So uh, I got a job working at, um, at Internet Solutions Partners in 1997, making eight bucks an hour. That was my introduction to the digital marketing uh, field before it was even called digital marketing. Then what happened from there? So um, I, I worked there for a couple of years, uh, a few days a week. Um, I ended up changing majors. And when I graduated, it was right after the dot-com bust. So at the time, it seemed like a really prescient, smart decision to have not pursued anything with, with the internet. Um, but uh, a couple of years after that, I, I was a musician and uh, we needed a, we needed a, a website and we needed a, uh, we needed to figure out a way to market ourselves. So uh, fast forward about 2005, that was where I, I basically got back into digital marketing where I built a website. I was handling um, social media marketing for, for our band, knew some people that had small businesses here and there, my gym, um, they needed a website. They needed to, to explore this whole social media thing. Um, from there, I, they, they started asking about SEO and then acquaintances that I knew that had small law firms started doing stuff for them. And before you knew it, I had like a little roster of freelance clients. Um, I ended up working for the, um, for some, that roommate of mine from college, he opened up a, an advertising agency around 2009. Um, in the early, 10 years ago, they started getting leaning more towards the digital stuff. They needed people that needed the new AdWords, new SEO, went on with them. A couple of years back, went into, went to business school and uh, halfway through decided, let's see if I can start an agency. And that is now Saga Pixel. Wow, okay. And how did you decide to specifically focus on small businesses and subject matter experts? Because that's a very specific niche. So that was where I had where I had experience. Um, we were working, you know, I was working a lot with attorneys, uh, and and the the legal niche. If you're if you're doing good legal SEO, you're going way beyond trying to rank your clients for like X Y Z lawyer in ABC town. 
Uh, we were doing a lot of content marketing for these attorneys. Like, I mean, in the case of personal injury lawyers, then yeah, a lot of it is like car accident lawyer in Baltimore. But if you're doing things like bankruptcy, for example, there are a lot of there are a lot of opportunities for those clients through content, you know, ranking for things like how to stop a sheriff sale in California. Um, you know, can, can I, will I be able to rent if I declare bankruptcy? Like being able to tar- rank our clients for those sorts of queries um, gave a, a good, a good platform for us to learn how to do this for other industries. You know, now we work for companies doing, uh, we have a client that, that does gaming PCs. We have another client that, um, that does uh, that, that does intellectual property specifically in, in China. So learning all of these techniques has allowed us to really deliver these, uh, these results for companies uh, across industries and basically that, that have very um, knowledge intense and intensive uh, services. Tell me about a setback that you overcame in the process of building CyberPixel up to three locations now. So about two years ago, I would say, it was 2018, yeah. In 2018, we were, we experimented with outbound sales where we were calling businesses, setting appointments. Um, and at first, when, when I was actually handling all of, the, all of the sales calls myself, or not the sales calls themselves, but the actual like follow-ups, um, we, the meetings, um, we were doing quite well. We were closing, I was closing probably one in three to almost half of those leads and it was going well. So I decided, well, hey, how about we try to scale this up? I'll hire some salespeople, bring them in. We'll, uh, I'll give them the leads. They'll go out and close them. And it was an utter disaster. I, I ended up losing a lot of money. And we went a few months where like, where we during that period, we were actually in the red, like completely in the red from that, um, from, from that, uh, I guess, experiment. Um, and I, I learned, I learned the, a, a number of lessons there, but um, we ended up having to completely pivot away from outbound sales. Like we, we're doing zero outbound sales now. And we, that was the case ever since that, that whole initiative failed. Wow. Interesting. So how did you guys pivot um, away from outbound sales to creating more of like an inbound strategy for me, for yourselves? Did that take time? Uh, yeah, it, it did take some time. At first, we, uh, you, you, we needed to, to generate leads. And I, at that point, didn't have the bandwidth to go out, out of office and go meet with clients every day of the week. I had to be in, we were, we were already growing just from our local search rank. I mean, we rank, we, at the time we were ranking well in, in the, the general the greater Philadelphia region for a lot of the services that we provide. So we were getting some, some calls and between handling those and just managing the agency, I didn't have time to go out on calls. So I, I completely nixed all of the outbound, um, all the outbound cold calling and everything. And we went complete at first it's, we saw it dip in inbound leads, but it allowed me to focus on profitability, uh, maximizing utilization in the agency, um, just ironing out and, and all of the kinks that we had in our processes that later once we um, we started 
really investing time in, in our own SEO and our own content, which would have been, I would say probably the end of that year. It was probably about beginning of 2019 where we started really focusing on our own SEO. And that was when we, yeah, we started getting the inbound and they were, they're a lot easier and a lot less work to close than outbound leads. I mean, the outbound leads needed to be convinced very often that they need a website, that they need SEO. Uh, people that are, that are coming to you already have identified that need. And it's just a matter of you convincing them that you can do a better job or demonstrating that you can do a better job than your competitors can. So have you ever had to reinvent Saga Pixel in terms of positioning in terms of target market, anything like that? Or did that come naturally as you pivoted? So we didn't have to entirely reposition ourselves. Um, I attempted a couple of times to, to maybe focus on, a, on specific industries, but it, it didn't make sense for us. Uh, and, and, I, and I think that that broad, I think that every company does need to position itself in, in a way. Um, we struggled for a while. Now we've really positioned ourselves um, just in a way that aligns with, our, with, our, with what we're good at, which is, as you mentioned earlier, knowledge-intensive industries. We're great at identifying the, the stuff that's on their buyer's journey and producing content that answers all the questions that their customers have and really identifying the stuff that has the, the opportunity to really convert. So as the founder of Sagapixel um, and director as well, what's one thing that you wish you would have done sooner? So the thing that I wish I would have done sooner was develop a knowledge base and document everything that, that we do and how we do it. I don't think that this is something that you can do too soon. Even if you are a consultant that aspires to hire some employees and, and have a team someday, you should start now documenting how you do everything. It's going to save you headaches. It's going to save you money. It's going to expand the talent pool that you have available to you. I've seen a lot of our, a lot of the other agencies in our area, um, as I've interviewed people that have left there or just kind of talked to them in the way that they do things, they have very rudimentary processes in place. And as a result, they really are find themselves in a situation where they, if they want to hire someone that's just like just out of college, those kids usually are not going to be able to complete the tasks that they need to complete. Um, so they're in a situation where they either are going to hire these people and they're going to do substandard work, or they're going to have to hire somebody that has a ton of experience that they can, they can just walk in the door and say, all right, go do on-page SEO for me, and that person be able to deliver. Now, those people, they're out there, but they're hard to find, and they're expensive. What's your, uh, what's your preferred method, or do you have uh, any tips for someone who's uh, maybe looking to grow and maybe establish some processes like that? Uh, Loom. Loom videos are, are, are great. I mean, we shoot. So I, I've actually started off by breaking out every single task that, that someone needs to do for every one of the roles that we have here. So like if we're hiring an SEO, we have an entire list of all the possible things that one could possibly do to do on-page SEO. 
a whole entire list for the, of the little minor things that one may need to do to do off-page SEO. We have a whole other list for everything that has to do with technical SEO and just videos that, that are shot for every single one of the things and then the different variations on them. So like, what if you're dealing, doing this for that? What if you're doing it for this type of client? Um, putting, linking them, uploading them all to some sort of base where, where they're easily found and searched and uh, sharing it with the team and constantly revising them because things you, you'll find, not so much that things are changing because I, I actually don't believe that SEO is really changing that much, but um, you'll find shortcomings in, in, the, in, in the stuff that you've produced. Very interesting. Awesome. So I'm going to shift gears a little bit. Um, what are some of the, the biggest trends that you see impacting uh, your industry? Uh, AI is, is number one. I, I think that uh, natural language processing, as it gets better and better, and how, as Google gets better and better at determining the expertise of the author of a page and uh, the relevance of what you're writing about to the, the potential things that people are, are are researching online. That is what I'm seeing is having the biggest impact on everything. I actually think that all of the core algorithm updates that Google has rolled out since August of 2018 have all really been around this, is determining the expertise of, of the, the content on your website um, and really being getting good at determining relevance. So what I where where it's taking us and where that impacts us is you need to have people that really know what they're talking about writing content for your website, um, and if you're not an expert in every single area, you need to develop the processes and and uh, and techniques to get to the bottom of a specific area like area of expertise, even if you're not an expert in that area, because otherwise, it's just what you're doing is not going to work. What do you want uh, Saga Pixel to be known for? Sort of, let's say you, um, you know, you did what you have to do. You did everything you wanted to do with Saga Pixel and in your professional career as an entrepreneur. At the end of that road, looking back, what would you want uh, your business to stand for? So we, we talk about this a lot internally. Um, the, the number one thing is I aspire to have Saga Pixel be the sort of agency that that small businesses, that businesses that can't really afford to hire a crack in-house team of digital marketers, that we really serve those people. We help those companies to basically achieve their dreams. Like if you have someone that is looking to op to op to be a new electrician in uh, in in a in a town, like let's say some an electrical company in Philadelphia that's trying to open up, we really want to be the company that can help that entrepreneur, that business owner, achieve the dream of opening a successful uh, electrical services company that has a steady stream of um, of leads coming in. I also want to have all the processes in place. I want this to be the kind of place where we're able to hire people that aren't necessarily uh, McKinsey bound and that we're able to train them in a way where they're actually able to deliver the kind of results that you would typically have to approach like one of the big internationally known SEO companies, the kind of places that are working for Bank of America to get that level of quality. 
And, and it definitely is achievable, but as I was talking about earlier, you really have to have the training and the processes in place internally in order to be able to do that. So what is next for Saga Pixel? So what we've been doing, uh, we, we're really just focusing on hiring new people, getting them trained up, getting, uh, getting our name out there a little bit more. I mean, we've, we've relied, I think, maybe a little bit too heavily on our search presence to, for, for business development. I'm hoping to start emulating what I see some of the other larger age agencies out there doing, which is just getting their, demonstrating their expertise in, on, on different platforms, on, on podcasts, like you, here we are talking on YouTube, at conferences, um, just showing showing them what we've able what we've been able to accomplish here, and we're able and what we're able to deliver to smaller clients, clients that don't have twenty thousand dollar a month SEO budgets, uh, and and being able to yet still being able to deliver that level of quality to 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 those businesses. So Frank, thank you so much for joining me on here. Um, if someone wants to hear more about Saga Pixel, uh, wants to connect with you. Uh, what's the best place to do that? Um, I would really check us out on YouTube. Uh, we're putting out a lot of really actionable, informative YouTube content uh, to help you to learn how to do all of this stuff. Um, if you're an, an agency owner, uh, just want to connect and talk shop, so forth, LinkedIn is definitely the place to, to connect with me. I, and, I, and I love connecting with other agency owners. So look for me on LinkedIn, Frank Olivo, O-L-I-V-O, or um, check us out on YouTube. Just look for Saga Pixel. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Frank. Uh, 